Hello and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday the 29th of September 2013. Supplemental only been a week since the last cast edition. Doesn't feel like it. Uh, joining me today is Zachary Burgess. Doesn't feel like it. And uh, Rob Kemp. Why don't you feel like it? That's what I said. Are you not, are you not infused? That's what I said. It's not that kind no. of don't feel like I don't feel like doing this right now. He says he doesn't feel like a week since the last one. Well, yeah, it was just, it was just like within the context of saying it the second time. It's just like, Zachary Fair just doesn't feel like it. <laughs> well, that would mean something different. You don't, you don't, like, yeah. you don't feel I don't like... feel like me at the moment for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an out-of-body experience. Doesn't feel like it. Who would you, who would you feel like if given the choice? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That was a weird question. Is it like, do you just, do you just get the sensation of whatever they're doing right now and you just stay where you are? Yeah, sure, why not? It's like, it's, so you had no control over what was happening to, to them at the time, but you, but you could feel what they were feeling. Who would you choose to... That doesn't actually really give you very many good options. No. Apart from the obvious one. What, Mr. T? No, I mean, I meant <laughs> the obvious one thing that you'd want someone else to be doing while you were feeling it. Well, I guess, yeah. Because <laughs> everything else would just be kind of boring. It's like, <laughs> oh, it must be windy where they are. <laughs> I know. Would you, would, yeah, would you want to be like... If you pick uh, someone who was like a restaurant cricket, critic... Cricket? A restaurant. <laughs> you might get lots of tasty uh, taste that you wouldn't have to pay for. I guess, but does taste count? As, 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 as feel. feeling like it. Feel, yeah, I guess. Maybe. If we're going for all sensation, then yeah, because you could, yeah, you could, if, especially if it'd be even better if you could like jump from consciousness to consciousness. Just go to a restaurant and just jump between everyone in there and just yeah, stay there everything. tasting everything. And then when you're done with that, you just jump to a nearby restaurant across the street and go try that as well. But then you'd actually have to eat something at some point for actual nutritional That's content. Well, <laughs> oh, but that depends on how this process actually works. There's like, are you in some kind of animus or? <laughs> Or like, how do they feed Desmond when he's in the animus? Does he have to keep? Does he ever really fights? stay long enough in there for? That maybe to not. Maybe not. Well, they do say he's getting fat, don't they? Yeah. And it's like how, that's just because he's he... sitting on his ass, right? I guess. But and then, how is he eating? Yeah, is he coming out of it to eat? Yeah. Presumably, presumably he comes out of it when we come out of it. Yeah. Like when you stop playing. At least in the first game, that was all explicit, wasn't it? But that doesn't make sense in. Um, Revelations. Nothing makes sense. Like, uh, the further you go into uh, <laughs> yeah, the screen, no. that doesn't, make sense, that doesn't make sense in Revelations because he's, he's he doesn't wake up in Revelations. No, so he must be being fed through a tube in that. Yeah. Or there's like time dilation, where it's like you only stay in the animus for like a minute and it counts as like a year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That could be. Well, it's several days, isn't it, in the court across the course of Assassin's Creed One and Two? Right. Their, their story takes place over several real world days. Or future days. Right. <laughs> future days might be longer or shorter for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to take all those keys out of my pocket. Future Desmond days. That's what they'd be called. Like, a day in the future. Like, if the time scale changes, we'll just call them Desmonds. Is it still Desmond in... in, in... Like the moon or something. <laughs> the moons. Do we know... I, I guess I don't know what happens in 3, but I don't know if it's still Desmond in, in Black Flag. Probably not. They were sort of suggesting that it wasn't. Right, fair That right. they were going to take a tangent. Okay. Um, <laughs> the tangent on top of all their... Yeah, because like, <laughs> like, they, they haven't like finished off any of the Desmond story yet, as far as I know. Oh, God. So it's like... 
So in four, it's like, let's just make this more complicated. Let's add another layer of weirdness. Uh, I'm not, I don't really care about the... I, I I used to care, but now I no longer care about the modern world I know, story. I don't really care Assassin's about Creed. Assassin's Creed. I don't, I yeah, guess. yeah, probably it's like, they're, they're probably still good games. I just Some of the tech in the new one looks quite interesting. It just seems like a bit like, well, we've got this pirate setting, so we should probably do like... Boats. Nice weather effects and like mm. nice plant plant you know uh, mm. plant effects. Well, they'll probably be in the vegetation. Caribbean, won't they? So it's... well, exactly. So some of that stuff looked quite cool in the tech demo that I saw, but it is next gen, so it ought to look decent. Um, yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of <laughs> sort of related topics to both Assassin's Creed and the thing we were talking about before that, I was. I read a, some ridiculous sci-fi story where it was like it was like the Matrix, you know, they were like jacking into the, your brain and then like you were going into the computer or whatever. Yeah. But they very specifically called out like it wasn't jacking in; it was like nano machines or whatever. Yeah. Would just yeah. in your brain, in, in your brain, stream. in your brainstem, and would just alter the sensors, right? Which would alter your perception. And I was like, but that actually works. So I had to go on Wikipedia and look it up. It's like, turns out, no, because your eye, your sight, and your sense of smell goes directly into the brain. It doesn't go through the brainstem. Fire the brainstem, yeah. So it's like <laughs> you'd have to wear an Oculus Rift and like a smell vision thing, <laughs> but then it would work. But surely you could but get you... nano machines wherever they need to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they just into. It's just that they said, like, the brainstem. The brain like, they're all in the brainstem. Yeah, the stem is, is, isn't is where much goes on, apart from the basic functions, right, of motor control. Well, and just being the bit that everything goes through. Yeah, but to the rest of the body. Yeah. But not, yeah, like you say, not the key ones, like the eyes and the nose. But only the only sight and smell. Everything else on your face still goes through the brainstem. Oh, okay. Which is weird. Yeah. But that's the thing, yeah, if you intercepted, like, your motor functions at the brainstem, then you could tell your limbs not to do that thing, but yeah. still, like, give you the perception that they're doing something. Yeah, that's you true, know, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Except for the fact it, it, that you'd it, have to then have something communicating to your ocular nerve. What's the proper word for that? Is yeah, it ocular sure. Nerve? Yeah, probably yeah. ocular nerve. Optic nerve. Optic nerve, that's it, yeah. And, um... You'd have something. They'd have those nanomachines in the brainstem that were doing that. Would have to communicate with the the optic nerve nanomachines to make it so you could see <laughs> yourself still doing. But then that that might all be bollocks anyway, because you might not actually actually have to see it. Because you know we dream fairly vividly in theory. So if you could <laughs> tap into that same. Probably but then where does that go, come from? It's like, yeah, the nanomachines, would have, the nanomachines would have to be working in that wherever that is that we put together an image of something. You're probably better off going to the optic nerve rather than wherever you actually form images. Yeah. Do you know what? By that logic, the Matrix probably doesn't work, does it? Unless you're in a dream-like state there. Because but, but that, that thing's basically just a giant spike that goes into your... <laughs> yeah, that's really, yeah, that yeah, yeah, no one knows how that works. Because that probably doesn't work either, I guess it, by that logic. It, the right. spike isn't necessarily the bit that's doing the interfacing. It's like the port is probably interfacing with the nerves. The spike is just like a connector. A really big one. It's like that's just the bit that holds it pretty much and makes an electronical connection. And then the actual port that's in your head probably has more detailed connections that attach it to the actual nerves. Who knows? I think the nanomachine thing is more legit than, yeah. than the yeah. matrix. Thing. It was surprisingly legit until I went and looked it up, and then I was like, no, science! <laughs> but yeah. Show you guys. I'm sure you could get nanomachines wherever they needed to be. Because they're so tiny, you could get them through the bloodstream to wherever. Because they're narrow. <laughs> 
It's a although, although there is the blood brain barrier thing, so you'd have to get them past that if you want to be actually. They'd have to disguise the themselves as certain proteins. <laughs> they're nano, so it's always. <laughs> when they have to describe themselves as certain proteins and then be yeah, able to. Maybe to get through the barrier. Yeah. That, the firewall of brainage. Yeah. <laughs> or they could just make a temporary hole. Yeah. yeah sure. I'm sure they, nanomachines do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> Mysterious sci fi. Got a nano blowtorch. <laughs> So, so let's yes. actually get on with this podcast because apparently we need to. There's a lot of stuff, and maybe we don't want to make this as long as a normal one. Yeah, this is a, like a supplementary because I might not be around next week because I'm moving. But also, stuff. Stuff has <laughs> been going on. So, shall we start with the news being that Rob has been on a trip? I went to the Eurogame Expo! Oh, yeah. In Bell's Court, London! And that's, the, that's how everyone talks down there, naturally. Obviously. Um, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty entertaining day. It's like I probably needed more than a day. Well, you did waste a bunch of time by going and seeing things that were totally unnecessary to see. Well, kinda, like but what? then, but I was trying to like play the queue game because I'm not a big fan of queuing all day. And like, although some of the big things would have been there, had I gone to see the big things, I would have seen very little else. Yeah. So I tried to. I made a, an executive decision to go quantity over quality, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in one case, particularly, it was my downfall. So big caveat, I haven't actually had any hands-on time with an actual PS4. Right. Um, which I kind of really wanted to do, but they closed the queue somewhat early to the stand. Okay. Um, so by the time we thought, well, okay, now's an appropriate time to do this, we've got everything that we needed to do. The queue's looking pretty good. Let's go to it. They shut it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, great. You bastards. Um, the Sony stand was kind of a weird thing. Like, most of the other stands was like, you queue to see the one thing that you want to see, and then you move on. But the Sony booth was kind of strange, because you queue to get into the Sony booth. <laughs> it's and then like you the whole booth, everything. and then you can yeah. do what you want in there. Right. Um, and it's sort of like a one-in-one-out system. Yeah. Um, so you could stay there as long as you wanted, it seems. But it was kind of low-walled, so I could sort of peer over and and see some of it in action. Um, and uh, Kippers who was with us did actually get to try some of the PS4 stuff so I will relay his thoughts now okay um, <laughs> so quickly trans- get your consciousness yeah. into his yeah. body and just make him talk oh, while you're it's, it's fine I've got the nanomachines <laughs> yeah. um, so Drive Club and this was one of the ones I could peer over and see myself um, yep appears very meh well, what a surprise! Not just—I mean, it doesn't—it doesn't really look the part. It looks like it could run on a PS3, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it looks—it was running at 30 frames per second, and um, according to Kippers, the driving mechanics don't feel very tight. I mean, it's quite hard. You were saying like it's kind of—excuse me—it's kind of difficult to drive, but not in a realistic feeling way, and it's. Yeah, basically he didn't. He just didn't like the way it handled. Yeah, I didn't have high hopes for Drive Club. No, but who did? Well, no, that, well, that reveal was kind of dumb in the first place, is it? Like British guy getting way too enthusiastic about cars. I'm not sure. I really. love cars. Oh, we love cars. <laughs> it's like doesn't everyone go talk to the GT guys? They sound proper passionate about it. You just sound like a geezer. <laughs> don't think he quite had that ridiculous accent. No, but it was a bit standout across the rest of the talk. Anyway, regardless. Um, the only other thing I could really, really <laughs> see from where I was was a bit of Rezo gun, which is 
like it's one of their downloadable titles and looks like it's bullet hell, but from both directions. I think kind of defender style control. Well, actually, just defender basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it seems to have almost the same mechanics, like picking things up off the floor and all yeah, that. Yeah, it did look a little bit like that. It's very pretty. Well, I'm glad we've leaked the new generation so we can play Defender. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Stealing our idea <laughs> that we stole off someone else. Yeah, yeah. Defender. We're like the middle of that, really. It's like, has anyone else really <laughs> remade the original Defender since us? Does <laughs> <laughs> Choplifter count? It's sort of a similar game, isn't it? Or... Yeah, sort of. So <laughs> that kind of came back, didn't it? No one really cared. Um... Our game wasn't that much like def- Defender because it didn't have like base. We, we didn't. We didn't have <laughs> the. True. We didn't have the dudes. We didn't, we didn't actually have anything that you had to defend. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we changed the game mechanics completely into something else. It was more so, like uh, it was combo it? trading. R, R type or something. No, is that right? No. Yeah. Anyway, sort of. It was. Hey, it was, it was def- Defender just with no no guys to say. Yeah. Uh, That's why it was called Defend. Defend. <laughs> there was no defending. So it's death end, ending. Yeah, to end the death. But you didn't really end death either. You sort of caused this. <laughs> yeah, but they were threatening. They, <laughs> they were the ones causing the death, and you were stopping them from exactly. causing the death. We were ending the death. Exactly. Death ender. <laughs> X. <laughs> stupid bloody game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. Really? <laughs> Fighting those crabs. Anyway, yeah. no one will know what the hell that's about. So. Oh, we, do, we still need to do a video of that stuff at some point. Zach and I will just run through all the old collision if you could even stuff. get the original Death Ender to work we sort of did didn't yeah, we I'm, or? I'm pretty sure we got or that or did it crash okay. anyway we might still be able to vitalise it yeah maybe well my best was vitalise wasn't it yeah <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah so that was pretty much all I saw first hand of the PS4 stuff um, the rest of it was kind of hard to see um, from where I was um, but I did play a bit of Need for Speed Rivals on what I think was a PS4 dev kit running on a PC. With a PS4 With a PS4 controller. Oh, that's close enough. And that controller is nice. Sweet. It is really nice. Did anyone use the touch thing for anything? No. (laughs) Not that I saw. Cool. Not that I saw. There was no use of the touch thing at all. (laughs) They were showing some... uh, Like, PlayStation was showing some demos, the ones that we've seen online before, of the... um, the camera stuff, where supposedly they were trying to like show off, oh, here's what all the controller can do. I didn't see any live demos of that. They just had videos running on screens, yeah, sort of showing doing all that sort of ARE type stuff, yep, um, that we've all seen before. So, but no, I didn't see any games using it. Um, and I didn't see games um, using six axis like on on the PS4 either, or or the microphone. Or the speak speaker. So basically, any of the new features I haven't seen used yet, other than the fact that it has a blue bar on it. <laughs> you know, um, that, that's actually that's not strictly true. I did see Watch Dogs being played on a PS4 live, cool. Cool. and it, well, yeah, they weren't using any of the features either. But you know, I did see that on a PS4, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was well, yeah. I was talking about go back to Need for Speed Rivals. So that that controller is super nice. Those sticks feel proper now the end the, 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 it's like I can't would you be happy playing Call of Duty on that thing you know what yeah it's a real comfortable piece of kit like much more so than the problem you know than the it's a, it's a, finally a worthwhile update to the old, to the PlayStation design cool 
You know, I, I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the sticks being in the middle. Great, they felt okay. Great this time round, and the dimples on the sticks make a massive difference. Right, like just you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I never quite liked how my thumbs had a tendency of falling off the sticks on occasion if I clenched or something. It was, um, but yeah, they they felt real nice. The triggers um, have the analog triggers uh, are a bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Which, which I thought uh, again is kind of nicer because I always felt a bit loose and a bit weird. I don't know on the well, it was the angle on the PS3 one. Yeah, you weren't really pulling it in; you were like tipping it up. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're kind of tilting it. The, the angle is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still say the triggers probably still aren't as good as the Xbox ones, partly out of the design, but they they're, they're better. Cool. Um, uh, the D pad is real nice. Um, uh, quite clicky. Cool. I was trying to say that I tried to explain it then before the feel of it doesn't it's kind of a bit like you're, you're having to push through some sort of weird membrane almost on the PS3 ones isn't it they kind of feel a bit smushy whereas now there's a very definite sort of moment a very sharp feeling um, moment yeah when you're when, when you know it's alright it's depressed now so it's going to be active and I think that that is much better although it has still got the four um sort of separated bits to it so it's yeah yeah as you it's know. Not so, so, so yeah so it may still be a fun terror <laughs> in terms of D-pad design plus yeah yeah uh, as opposed yeah as opposed to the plus from Ninty and, and, and now Microsoft. Xbox yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I thought it was a real nice controller felt good um, didn't feel it wasn't so happy with Need for Speed I don't I'm not sure I get what you're going to be doing in that game. So the demo was like a 10 minute, um, you get dumped into the world um, as either a cop or a racer. I was a cop. Right. Um, go do stuff. And as far as I can tell, you just and it may, it may have just been the mode, but I don't know what quite what they're going for. And the, You know, in the conferences, they were trying to say, oh, things just sort of, you know, you join races kind of ad hoc and you join... Uh, as a cops you could join in a pursuit of those races and stuff like that it might have been just the demo setup being a bit crap but it just felt like you were driving around occasionally there'd be a racer you could bust him oh look there's somewhere where you can do a long jump let's go try that you know, there are no real objectives just like I'm driving around and there happens to be something I can potentially sort of do while I'm just milling about as a cop I mean the demo didn't really explain its structure Mm. Um, very well and while it was quite satisfying to make 180 turns with the handbrake actually driving is pretty hard I thought in that game it doesn't have the like need for speed hot pursuit crazy drift system where you can hold like ridiculous drifts sort of Mario Kart style in a way Um, it doesn't have that they've gone for a more realistic driving model but I found that kind of difficult like I kind of I sort of went into it thinking I could do things that I couldn't and it's probably fine. It's probably something you can get used to, but it just it it was a little different and a little um, yeah, a little bit hard to get used to. I wasn't driving well. Let's put it that way. By the end of this demo, <laughs> and uh, um, so in terms of the detail, it's it is definitely a, um, a you know it's not something that the current gen could really handle. The car detail was definitely much much higher than what you'd see on the current gen. There's still a, the odd case of when it liked to zoom in on the cars. If you if you sat still for long enough, it would, it would change to just do one of those like Forza-style panning cameras. Yeah. Around, like looking at bits of the car in detail. Um, 
which is kind of okay. And then you started the engine and it would go and it would sort of swoop back to the Normal game perspective. Yeah. But as it was doing that, you could see some areas of the car that aren't quite so good as the rest of it, like the odd dodgy texture or the odd, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, the odd polygon out of place, that kind of stuff. Um, so it wasn't quite as good as I think you would expect from a next gen game, but weather effects are real nice. Um, cool. Uh, the crashes basically looked like burnout crashes. You know that they, this, that physics engine is still the same. Great. Uh, well, no, that's not necessarily great. It's sort of janky at times. Like if you get caught, oh. on, you know the sort of crash where you got caught on a crash side barrier. Yeah. And you'd sort of like wobble around a bit, or be sort of weirdly pivoting on it, and so that stuff still happens. When you say it's like burnout, is it like the other the the game that we played on Origin? Uh, is it bad like that, or is it yeah, more like actual burnout? No, 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 it's more like it's yeah. Sorry, it's more like Need for Speed Most Wanted. Boo. In terms of its, it's it's quite a lot like that in terms of its design, actually. I mean, but I, I don't really have a. I, don't, I didn't actually get my hands on a controller, so, so maybe it feels like Most Wanted in terms of the actual control. Yeah, probably. But uh, I'd be I'd be interested to see how the structure for that turns out because as it. As it stood, it felt like the game would be nothing more than a time killer. You know, something you turn on, just fudge around in for a bit until you figure out something better to do. Right. <laughs> so, uh, plus it that that demo was pretty glitchy. Like, once it was running, it was fine, but they were having a lot of problems on that stand. Yeah. Like they had to restart a whole bank of machines at one point, and you know, all PC. So that took a while. Um, a couple of, quite frequently some of the demo uh, they, they have you connected in like batches of four um, on the row I was on one of the systems was permanently dead so it was only a row of three people in this lobby mm-hmm. and in one of the games one of those devices didn't connect so they didn't they, were, they didn't join the game for until the next one started um, so yeah the, the, the current build seems a bit janky in terms of networking but as I say it was running in this dev environment so it must be pretty early build um Oh yeah, uh, so no, no, they, they were probably there early. Um, so Eddie went and played some. Uh, going off on different different strokes, uh, Eddie went and played uh, the PS3 version of Pez 2014. Oh, yeah, um, thought it was good. Apart from visually, uh, I don't think they finished it yet. Right, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> there's, there's some stuff that looks real bad. Yeah, like <laughs> some, it's something as simple, right? As you know, the pitch. Mm. And a game of football. <laughs> <You've> got, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> well, you, you do kind of need a pitch, yeah. yeah. And you've got those, you got those markings on the floor. You know, these white lines, these very sharp white <laughs> define lines. Define where the pitch is. That, yes. Yeah, that tells you where what you can and can't do on a football pitch and where the various boundaries are. On Pez twenty fourteen, like, and I, I, I think as far back as FIFA ninety eight, you could say. That's not really been a problem. They've managed to get the sharpness of those white lines just right. Yeah. In, Pez, in this version of Pez 2014, the circle in the middle of the field and the D on the thing was a shit texture. Like, really, really shit texture that you could sort of see, like, super filtering on it and Bizarre. like stuff like that. It's like, why, why have you done that? That's like... <laughs> Possibly the easiest thing in this game to get right. You must have gotten it right for several years in a row that you've been making pairs now. It's like, how could that even just be that one bit? It's like, what is... What te- well, presumably because, like, the, the, the straight lines uh, look, probably looked okay because, you know, the way the texture might have been orientated for the line, it might have just, you know, worked out. Would, but, if you gave the texture a football pitch, wouldn't you just make it one big fucking texture? <laughs> Well, I don't know, or would you? That's probably quite inefficient because now, now that they render gra- grass, and oh, stuff well, yeah, like I that, guess that probably wouldn't work so great. But 
it was just weird. It's like, why have all this, like, something you've been getting right for years, is that so bad? Well, if they're at the point where they're rendering glass, they'd be doing it properly and just making yeah, white colour glass. White coloured, yeah. Well, presumably they use a texture map to overlay <laughs> over the top of just the whole grass, like, rather than texturing each blade. You know. They wouldn't need to texture it, it'd just be like a colour filter. <laughs> Yes, yeah, something, I don't know. I don't, I, honestly, no. I don't know. It's one of those stupid things that should be simple. And like, they should have got right, but they didn't. Um, Isn't Pest 14 out? I don't know. Because FIFA 14's out. FIFA 14's out. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's soon. I don't know. I'm not sure it is. But if it if it is out... I hope they fix that. Yeah, please. Let's, let's hope they've... Hope they've Helps that was an old build. Yeah. Um... But other than that, Eddie was saying that it, it seems to play pretty well. It feels pretty good to actually do. Um, uh, but he wasn't so sure about the new um, menus you use if you really want to go in-depth and organise your team because he's into that stuff. So the guy he was playing against was kind of into that as well. So they both fudged around in the menu for about as long as they played the actual football. <laughs> and um, as far as I can tell, yeah, he was saying that's kind of a slow interface to use a bit. They could, they could have made they could have done a lot to make that a bit quicker um, so not so good well typical Japanese versus western menu design it? It, it may be yeah it, do, it, do, it does have a lot of that sort of classicness to it FF7's um, got pretty nice slick menus though. <laughs> FF7 yeah ridiculous but really I don't know about that no they're pretty uh, the, some of the, the material menus are with like random random <laughs> menu options where you have to back out of you go into a menu and it auto selects a thing but then you have to back out of that selection to go to another menu, different yeah, menu option really. that you virtually never use or like that's what it's all about if you want to reorder your line why don't you go yeah. for a very specific order option which then when you push the button shift their portrait oh, to no, the left that's or too right. logical well, it's like the check and arrange buttons are a bit weirdly placed as well they're kind of in the middle of all this other stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the whole game is bending. They got it, I think they got it right after FF7. FF7's is just a bit. Well, of I don't mess. know because FF8 the junction menu was like oh, no, the F- easiest thing ever. No, it was it was complex, but it sort of made sense. Unlike what? Well, it's just those stupid check and arrange buttons in the wrong place, and the button combos you needed to actually do stuff weren't nearly as awkward as they are in FF7. Anyway. Yes, it's like can- cancel and menu menu removing your material was the, is the classic <laughs> yeah. problem you try and try menu button <laughs> we do this so many times on the videos though it's yeah, like yeah. we're just trying to exit out of this menu and you push the button and it's like oh shit I've just removed the material oh classic but put it back on well still not as bad as the freaking uh, 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 what's the car game goddamn menus with the smooth jazz oh GT GT yeah, yeah no that's, that's still pretty bad <laughs> let's hope they um how they sort that out for GT6. Smooth jazz. Well, it's not even smooth jazz. It's just no, shit jazz. jazz. <laughs> ding a ding ding um, Yes, yeah, so what else, what else did we do? Um, I'm trying to go through sort of like the less interesting stuff first. Like, <laughs> trying to avoid some of the less interesting stuff or very be very brief. Let's get this shit on the road. All right. Shit this on the road. Is, this is all new stuff. You didn't see any of it. Shut up. <laughs> Pez is important information. <laughs> it is to people play football. I'm just reporting on everything we did. Um, uh, well, on on that front, Eddie and I played Injustice, which was there for some reason. Definitely not important. Yeah, I can't remember what we if we. I think we played the Xbox version. I don't know why we played it. I don't know why it was even there. Really, no. they, they they allocated quite a lot of space to it. Um, I guess they, like, I guess they. I don't know if they're done or whether they're still making DLC. So there's probably, that. They probably are still making DLC, but 
Um, but that game seems cool. Kind of fun. Um, it's just what we call that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, some of it plays a little differently for Mortal Kombat, um, but uh, it feels a bit different. Um, but yeah, it seems fun. We had fun with that. Um, saw um, the Final Fantasy X HD remake in action. Um, actually looks really nice. I think they've done a pretty good, damn good job on that. It's um, enough of the models and enough of the effects and enough of the... Um, I think they've upscaled the video as well. Um or at least re-rendered it or something. But all of that looked looked pretty... You know, it looked good enough to pass as a modern game. So, kudos there. Mm. But but that was sat right next to Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns, mm. which looks like Final Fantasy Thirteen. What a surprise. <laughs> they haven't really changed much of the aesthetic. My brother did the um, website for that thing. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> really is. And for Thief, that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's the most yeah. recent one. Uh, yeah, Which so isn't out by a long shot, I guess. No, it's a long way yeah. away. Um, don't know why they bother. Anyway. But well, presumably they need some kind of coming soon page yeah, or yeah. what we know about this so far. Hype page. It's just a um, ridiculous, you know, here's the world kind of ridiculous show off parallax thing that has no actual information you actually need, which really frustrated my brother. No. It's like people want to know when it comes out and what platform it's on and like you can't find it anywhere in this crazy ass thing with all this art and and animation and crap. That's pretty much how most most of these like game yeah, pages work. I the know. official pages are always terrible. That's what's so depressing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Lightning Returns looked like they they've mixed up the fighting engine again. So now it's more real time fighting. So you don't necessarily like have total control over it, but when you you sort of do it as in uh, it presents you with a list of four commands in in your stance, and you can swap stances with the bumpers. Um, but then when you press to do a certain move, it activates that move immediately. You don't like queue up a sequence like you do like in turns and have to wait for a bar to fill. It just uh, seems to activate as soon as you press the button, that kind of stuff. So it's a bit more a bit more real time. And they had a some kind of boosting system that they called the overclock bar that I didn't get. I didn't really pay enough attention to to figure out how exactly it worked. Okay. What um, you do is you hit square a lot while the GF sequence is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push the buttons on screen when that symbol is there or not there. As it was in my case. But yeah, so that looked okay, but you can't really judge it from from just the small demo they had. There was a bit of controversy that came up this week regarding that, though. Oh, like, yeah. With supposedly the Japanese devs go, like, they got asked an awkward question by someone while they were doing a panel, and they were like, and this question was, did Lightning's boobs get bigger? And they were like, and they basically turned around and like, yeah, we want to make them bigger. <laughs> right. <laughs> like for no reason at all. And they were just like, well, why are we doing that? Great. Changing your character for no reason at all. Typical Japanese, I guess. But she could just be wearing a bra. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's, it's it's have to explain it that hard. <laughs> no, but they just, they just sort of went, well, yeah, we made it bigger. <laughs> right. Yeah, I It's kind of dumb. Uh, what else did they have? Warner Brothers were showing off a uh, Lego Marvel thing, which looks like a Lego game. Yep. No real... Nothing new there, as far as I can tell. Just looks like a Lego game. Uh, what else did I see? Uh, games. Now, I played a bit of um, the Batman game on Vita. Uh, I forget what it was called. Um yeah, I'm not sure about that thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it borrows a lot from the big boy games, 
But it's sort of like, it wants to simplify it down a little bit. So it's sort of played from a side-on perspective. Right. Uh, but you do have a little bit of foreground background control. Um, so you can kind of move in the same way as you do on the normal Batmans. But it's, uh, the fighting is, they've tried to pull off the same engine, but it doesn't feel as tight as the full-on free flow. Okay. Um, it's, everything seems a lot slower than it does in the in the main game. And, well, the demo wasn't a very interesting section, to be honest. It's mostly push to the right, or oh, a prompt comes up to use your back hook, press that, you go there. Oh, I'm pu- now pulling off a grate with the same animation I saw in Arkham Asylum. Now I'm walking through the grate. Now I've come out of the grate. Oh, now I'm pushing to the right and pressing R again to right. traverse this area. Oh, now there's a fight, and the fight is really boring. And people seem to have a lot of health in the fights. It took a long time for me to finish this crowd. Mm. And it's like... None of that is really sounding good to me. No. I, on the plus side, this was my first time using a Vita of any kind of anger. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite a nice thing. Well, yeah, sure. Should it was, be. It was, yeah, the, the screen... It was an old Vita, so it wasn't the new design. Right, so I had that. Um, the screen was lovely. Yeah. Really nice. And the actual quality of the visuals was pretty good, even if they were only running at 30, but they they, they still looked quite nice on that on that thing. Um, so the Vita's still a nice device. Still not sure about the game direction, but, you know... Uh, what else we got? Let's go on to some big stuff, shall we? Yeah. Um, so I saw Watch Dogs being played. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty cool. Has to be said, like the seamlessness of everything was kind of neat. Like there was never a loading pause during the demo. Oh, just, okay. Except for when he died, and and then the loading pause was quite long. Well, that's um, fairly normal as, as it was reverting back to some previous state. At that point, yeah, the pause was quite big. Um, but otherwise, but there's still an early build, so they might optimize that. Um, mm-hmm at the time um, yeah but otherwise it seemed quite nice um, I'm, it sort of reminds me a bit like so it, it obviously borrows stuff from Assassin's Creed in places yeah, yeah, yeah. like some of the traversal animations look awfully familiar um, mm-hmm. but then the cars and how they drive actually looked a bit Saints Row to me right yeah um, okay. so okay, some of that, that looked a bit like that um, but although that's not borrowing that's not one of their properties no, of course, but it kind of looks like yeah. that um, and then the gunplay looked a lot like Uncharted oh Okay. So sort of yeah, this was the, that was the bit that sort of caught me by surprise. Weird. It looks sort of what? So is there a lot of gunplay in this particular demo? That was half the half the level was oh, right. it was a was a gunplay. So you had to stealth in, and then something happened, and then you went loud to get out. Right. Okay. Um, uh, and they also uh, so it looked quite good. The Uncharted thing caught me caught me by a bit by surprise, but that's no bad thing because Uncharted was kind of okay. Yeah, it's it just was like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't quite Gears of War, but it was not bad. No, but it, it sort of. Yeah, the way the way the the sort of arena where you were fighting was kind of laid out, and sort of just how Aiden moved around the level and stuff like that. You could do some extra things, so you did, you still had access to your phone and its apps to do stuff in the world. Like, so you could activate. They they showed activating a blackout, which basically makes everyone really dumb, right? Because like you could move around just fine, but everyone else is blind for some reason. You know, because why not? <laughs> sure. You've got to have some kind of weird ability. Yeah. Well, you, you, everything's dark to you, but it's not dark enough that you can't play it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a bit strange. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm not sure, actually, when you see it in action, that it's as next-gen as I think... Remember when they released the original sort of reveal of it and everything, and there was these odd little details yeah. here and now that made, made you sort of go... Oh, that's really cool. This is definitely I, this, this could well be a next gen game. And it's like when you see it in action, you're not so convincing. More like a current PC game. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Is basically, what 
every next gen game kind of yeah and this this kind of leads into like my experiences because I did get some hands on time with Xbox One yeah um and this kind of leads into my my thoughts on next gen at the moment is like when 360 came out there was a definite oh wow this is a massive step up from the previous ones I'm I don't have that this time round. Yeah, well, Maybe you don't have that resolution spoiled. boost, do you, to HD, which is... No, which... I mean, but, but normally there's something to sort of grab yeah. me. I mean, I, things looked better, but not a significant jump better. And maybe that's because I've been spoiled with Battlefield 3 on PC, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. a hell of a good-looking game. Yeah. Um, and basically the consoles will be looking like that now, I guess. So yeah. when I see things, it's just like, nah, I've seen this before. So it's not quite as mind-blowing as I would have liked, I guess. No. Um, it's uh, So Falls of Five on that front. Um, yeah. It kind of is, is a weird halfway house on, how, on, on, on that sort of aspect, because the cars look phenomenal. Right. has to be said, the, the detail in the car. That's I cool. couldn't find a single flaw in the close-ups of the cars. It's just, they look stunning. Um, but... And this is kind of a large but. Um, the console seemed to be suffer- suffering from, or at least this version of it, had kind of bad aliasing. Okay. So it looked, you know, there was no AA going on at all, which like I was sort of surprised about. I was like, this, this should look smooth as butter, really. Um, it's not, you know, even some level of AA technique would look better than this. So there was none of it at all, which I was a bit disappointed with. And the demo track was on Laguna Seca. Okay. Which isn't the best looking track ever. You know, there's not a lot going on around the outside, but it did show up what I thought was some. You know, it didn't. The track didn't look very impressive. You know right. I mean? That's it's like. Often been a problem with falls that I found. Yeah, there wasn't much of a. I mean, the textures were, weren't bad. I mean, it didn't, it didn't suffer from the same problem that, hey, I saw GT6 in action, and that still had. That basically looked like GT5 repeating textures and all. You know, you look at a stretch of road and you can clearly see where the textures yeah, yeah. repeat or on the grass. Didn't have that problem in this. But it did seem to have a really short mitmap range. So if you were looking at, like, billboards on the side of the track, mm-hmm. they got low detail a bit too close to you. Right. So they were blurry too early. And it's stuff like that kind of just looked a bit funny. But if you were driving in the cockpit and the light, there's a light bloom effect that's pretty cool, like, when it comes in through the windscreen, it's like that stuff all looks kind of great. Like, okay. So it seems like anything around you and the car is pretty great. But visually, everything else? Yeah. But you didn't do the most important driving game test, in-car rain! <laughs> oh yeah, true. true. <laughs> we didn't have that option, unfortunately. Um, so you're so, obsessed with rain and water on the windscreen. <laughs> it's because, because it, yeah, it's got to look good. Yeah, true. It's got to look good, man. It is a hard effect to do right. If so. they're doing in-car, they've got to do good in-car rain. I wonder, I wonder if Forza 5 even supports weather. So. Yeah. Well, has Forza ever had weather? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure it has. Mm. That'll um, be next-gen next gen weather. Uh, yeah. No, that'll be Forza 6, I guess. Oh. Damn it. Um, so, yeah, but, but it actually... It plays quite nicely, I have to say. like the mechanic, It feels slower, I think, than, than I remember Forza 2 being. Right. I don't don't forget, I haven't really played three and four, so yeah. it may have been like this for a while. But it, the gameplay felt slower. I don't know. It felt like a GT sort of speed, um, which is probably more realistic if they're doing it, I guess. But um, 
So I was driving a Ferrari around and stuff like that, and it didn't feel super quick. Right. Um, I you know I like to feel fast in a game like that, but maybe that's. I did see someone driving in sort of like R one class things, like those ridiculous Le Mans style cars. Yeah. And they that, that, then it looked pretty quick. Um, maybe it's just a matter of perspective. Maybe if I took it out of cockpit view and put it on the bumper cam sort of look. Maybe yeah, it'd look a bit quicker. Yeah. And the, that kind of thing. But yeah, it, it seems to handle very well. It handles quite nicely. But it also showed off the rumble triggers yep. of the Xbox One controller, mm-hmm. um, which were, um, they were rumbling when I was losing grip in my tyres. Um, and it felt weird at first, because it's just like, I'm not used to this sensation. It's like, this is directly in my finger and separate from the rest of what my hand is feeling. Like, you know, when a controller vibrates, you feel it everywhere. When these mm. triggers vibrate, you only feel it in that finger that's on the trigger. Um, but it was kind of cool. It did feel quite... It did feel, like, helpful, because I, I got an extra sense of what was going on in the tyres as you're going around. If I've taken, if I've taken uh, at the corner too much, or I'm braking too heavily and the ABS is struggling, you can feel it. Um, it was pretty cool, i got to say. Um, the Xbox One controller I'm not sure it's really an improvement of the 360 controller apart from the D-pad which as we yeah. sort of alluded to earlier is also a, is, a, is now a proper D desi- uh, proper cross design yeah. and and is clicky again probably clickier than the PS4 one yeah um, so that's fixed but otherwise... yeah I, I, like, I like the new D-pad but otherwise it's weird because it's kind of it's less curved yeah than the one it is more of a slab Mm-hmm. Um, then it was. It, it's reminiscent in, of how it felt to the Duke, right? Um, the original Xbox One controller, not the Xbox One, but the original Xbox that thing, that thing. the big one. Um, it was kind of kind of felt like that. Um, I was like the Duke, but it, it wouldn't work. It was a bit days. big. It was a bit big. Yeah. Well, um, the main problem with it probably was that the the, the buttons, face buttons, were a very strange, like egg shaped type thing that were yeah. uncomfortable. They weren't the best. It was good for Halo and PGR, which is all I needed it for at the time. Yeah, it, it, kind it, of okay for Jet Set Radio. Yeah, pretty useless for a beat-em-up, I would have thought. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, and, and then the S came out and everyone was like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is much better. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of like it. The sticks felt good. They felt like they had a bit more weight to them than they do now. Like, there was, it took a little bit more effort to push them, if you see what I mean, than yeah. that. And, and you could, and the, the sort of ridging is noticeable mm-hmm. that they put on that, that, that yeah. with on the dimple. It's weird. I didn't think it sort of would make much of a difference, but you, you do notice it. Cool. Um, in a good way. Um, we weren't so sure, Eddie and I, about the placement of left bumper, right bumper mm-hmm. now. And that might just be because of our hand shape. Because for me, on the Xbox control, Xbox 360 controller, it's pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I love where those buttons are. But on this one, it felt like I had to adjust to it a little bit more than I perhaps used to mm-hmm. like my fingers didn't just naturally fall on them um, so that may be because it's like being designed for a different hand size I don't know and the 360 yeah. just happened to be perfect for my hands but um, triggers still feel good like in terms of position and weight they're still fine great um, still better than the PS4 ones um, so ultimately this means I think I prefer the PS4 controller yeah that's has, to, has to be said I yeah. think I think that felt better to me um, that that is good news for me because I was definitely leaning PS4 way, and I've never had a well, I had a PS2, but only for Guitar Hero and, mm. and like San Andreas. But at the moment, I could get San Andreas on PC. I was obviously going that way. <coughs> uh, but yeah, 
I mean, if it removes that obstacle of, of having an inferior controller, that's one more one thing out of the way. Yeah. For PS4. Well, the other thing I kind of noticed about the because the, the way they had it set out in the Forza Five booth was they had um they had basically everything that was the actual Xbox One hardware, mm-hmm. so it wasn't running on a dev kit, it wasn't hidden anywhere. It was actually the box yeah, was just right there it, in yeah. front of you. Um, and it was you, know, you could you could even see it all what you know when you looked around the back and stuff. You could, it was actually all wired in and properly done, so it's actually running on the box. So that was reassuring. Like you know, this is a proper demo for once. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It was a lot. I don't know what it was, but the like the the marketing shots and the way it's been filmed in the reveals and stuff make that thing look massive. But it's not really. It's no, it's no bigger than a three sixty. It might even be a touch smaller than a three sixty. Right. Um, because it's not curved in any way. <laughs> you mean the classic three sixty, not the yeah the classic S design. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely bigger than the S and the whatever the new one is called. Ridiculously S. Yeah. Um, more S. Um. Yeah, so that's not as big as I want. And Connect is, I thought Connect was as long as the console was New Connect, but, but it's, it's not. not. It's actually quite a lot more svelte. It's actually not that much bigger than old Connect, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, that that kind of surprised me a little. I don't know. It's just something about the way the photography of the of it has been done, or something about the way that thing looks. It just, just seems bigger than it is, which must mean that the PS4 is actually even smaller than I think it is again. Because um, that thing looks a lot slimmer in photos than the free, than the one does, mm. um, so that must be actually quite a, quite a slinky device when you see it. I couldn't see them on the PS4 stand from where yeah. I was, so I'm yeah. not sure they had them on. They had, I don't think they had them out on the PS4 stand. Um, so the other Xbox One thing I got some time with was Killer Instinct. Yeah, um, I actually thought that was pretty good. Really, I was somewhat surprised. It's yeah, deformed. actually seems like a legitimately. Like it could be good Are you fighting that for game. Free or something, or you could, yeah, uh, Killer Instinct is going to be free to play. There you go. Um, but they're going to have a rolling free character access thing, so it's free to play. But you'll only have access to like one, maybe two characters for free, and those one or two characters will change, um, like week by week, I think. Right. So you can't really have a character if you're playing free. You've got to learn to be good at all of them. <laughs> during the week which they're which are available if you buy into it which I think is like I think Kiffers was saying it's not a lot of money like £16 or something then you get full access to it alright not um, bad so for a fighting game this seems like a pretty good deal um, this may be first access for the initial set of characters I guess because it doesn't look it didn't look like the roster was going to be that big um but yeah but visually I thought it was a very nice looking thing but it wasn't running at 60 unlike most fighting games it was running at 30 which is a bit strange to begin with Mm. Um, again could be an early build thing not sure Um, but it was throwing a lot more particle effects than I think I've ever seen in a fighting game before Um, like there was one character that was basically ice and causing things to shatter around the level and that looked really cool nice Uh, some neat effects going on Um, I was playing against a bit of a um, it was a pro cat stop rustling in the box <laughs> cat, cats and like open uh, boxes full of stuff well you the, put the, stuff they, in her box yeah, it was so fine it's, when it was just the packy material <laughs> now there's like, other shit in there and can't get it comfy <laughs> needs investigating well she hasn't sat in it since that one time <laughs> um, yeah anyway stupid cat be got like <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, I, I was playing him with this pro who, you know, sort of had... He was a pro at the original Killer Instinct back when that was a popular game. So he kind some of the skills from that seemed to carry over because he was fair, trying okay. stuff. And some of it was working and some of it he was just sort of standing there dozzing around not doing anything while like Pansy hit him. And then <laughs> it's... Uh, um, so he, was put, he managed to pull off a combo breaker oh, and all that classic. stuff. So that stuff's all still there. Um, well, of course. Yeah. Um, it's like the most famous thing that Gilly was doing. Yeah. It's, it, some of the controls feel a lot more Street Fighter. I was playing it on a fight stick as well, so this is, I wasn't used to that. Okay. All. So there are fight um, sticks available for the Xbox. There, will, there will be Mad Cats fighting sticks, I think. I okay. think there were Mad Cats. But yeah. Anyway, they, they had them. Um, uh, yeah, I was. I was Pleasantly surprised that that turns out to actually be quite good. Um, but 60 frames per second will do that game a lot of good uh, if they can get it, get that there. Yeah, see how they get there. Yeah. Um, I saw from a distance Connect Sports Rivals. Um, That's a funny subtitle. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sports from, Rivals. No, no, no. I was making a stupid joke. From a distance. <laughs> Sports rivals. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, I see. Right. From a distance, connect sports <laughs> rivals. That would be awesome. Anyway, I forget that. Yeah, it'd be interesting what they would do with that. It'd be all archery or something, but archery at people. <laughs> so um, yes, they've gone a weird direction with that. Like visually, they, it's not quite so avatar-y. Right. You know what I mean? Do you remember how... What's going on with Avatars on Xbox One? I don't, I don't know, really. I don't think they really said much. I, I, I thought it was just carrying over. Yeah. But we haven't really seen it. And it's like... Well, so Connect Sports Rivals looked like they sort of... They didn't look very Avatar-y. And it looked kind of like... Well, they were just using sort of like models of people. Like generic human-looking guy. So right. that's what the new Avatars um, are going to be then. Yeah, just like... <laughs> that's look, actually the secret. Just look a bit more like you, I guess. A bit more human-like. Um, less caricature I get maybe but um, the demo I saw running was um, basically jet ski racing a la wave race it looks a lot like wave race cool um, it's always a good way to show off new tech yeah it, 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 and it didn't look bad it didn't look amazing but it didn't look bad and it was the, the connect controls were basically stick your arms out in front like you were using a jet ski and turn them like handlebars right um, yeah uh, it would have been nice perhaps if they had implemented some kind of lean mechanic but they may have done but no one was really doing it if they were um, it looked okay you know couldn't really complain the controls seemed to work well enough I didn't see anyone yeah. doing an action that the game wasn't responding to which I suppose is something but given that you know a handle mar motion is kind of use it you kind of have to use 3D sense I suppose to figure out what the angle of rotation is for that yeah so um it's a little bit more complex than, say, a Wii U-style control or that kind of thing. Or, Wii, you know, a Wii control. Or what you could have done before, like hold your hands up and use a steering wheel vertically type thing. So yeah. It looked like it was handling that pretty well. Cool. So, uh, A difference in depth between two fists. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, as I say, I, I saw that from, from a distance. Um, so um, that's not a particularly great... Um, impression I suppose that was the only thing I saw that I think it was using the connect at all though so even like on the Forza 5 booth where they had all these connects obviously attached to the Xbox One because you know that's where they want to show it mm. so they, they weren't doing anything they were just there yeah yeah and it's like it would perhaps would have been nice if they had sort of had an option like as you entered the demo to do perhaps a head tracking thing because I think Forza experimented with that with connect well, like, they have like their weird showroom bullshit 
Yeah, they have done it. And yeah, Forza has the. Do they call it Auto Vista? Yeah, that crap. Um, Yeah, they have that mode, and that that will be back in Forza Five. But you could sort of use Connected. But I thought they added a feature so while you're racing, you could sort of turn your head. Yeah, that's something. A little head track. That'd be good. It would have been cool if they turned that on, um, or if they still had it, but it wasn't clear. That would be cool. Because track IR is clearly awesome. So if you don't even need to wear a hat, (laughs) yeah, sorted. And and naturally, there was no um, connect usage on Killer Instinct. Do you recall? Um, Rise was there as well, but I didn't bother myself with that. Um, They were doing Project Spark demonstrations on a stage, um, but I didn't catch one of those. Um, uh, So yeah, they were there in reasonable force. Um, I'm I'm still yet to really see a next-gen game that's like... This blows my mind. This this is going to be the reason why I want a new console. I'm kind of yet to see that myself. Kippers has played Titanfall. Right. Um, he waited two and a half hours in line, hence wasn't just didn't fit into my plan exactly, um, to play a round of Titanfall. It lasted about ten minutes. So it's like, this, this doesn't work out. I suppose it's like waiting for a ride at Fort Park, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I felt like when there were other opportunities, I should take those. Um, no, I think you're right. Yeah, so he went and played it, and he did come back saying it is freaking amazing. It's like, this This may be the system seller. It's um, clearly going to be a lot of fun. I'm playing it on PC, goddammit. Yep. Can't wait. <laughs> Me and you in the Happy Salad Guild. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> Free man squad as usual. Yeah, at this, it. at this rate, I might end up with both copies, because Kippers is probably going to make me buy it on <laughs> Xbox. Well, yeah. Then, it might be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how expensive they make it. Well, well you know what? This may, give us, this may give us for the first time, like that argument I mentioned a few weeks ago, well, probably a few months ago now, we'll finally have some kind of comparison, I guess. It's like I can put the Xbox version toe-to-toe with a PC version and yeah. tell you like how, how the game feels different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that would be cool. I could be very much wrong, but I bet I'm right Yeah, all of those theories. Sure. See how it I goes. stand by them. Um, well, I'm going yeah, to but, pipe it to my TV and play it with a freaking Xbox. Oh, you could do. Yeah, but then be playing against keyboard users. That's true. Then I'd be stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said it was a lot of fun. Pretty great design. You know, it felt real balanced, real tight. Um, and even though it's not due out for a while after launch, he said it felt kind of finished. It didn't find find anything really wrong with it. Yeah, um, I bet they're just pol- tweaking because that's that's kind of the key with that stuff. It's probably yeah. like content, they, other content is probably where it's what they're yeah, doing. Maps, you know? Yeah, maps, talking and stuff. Because they did use a... I mean, apparently they rewrote quite a lot of graphics stuff, but they, they are using the Source engine. It's not like all from scratch. Yeah, I mean, Kippers did say it wasn't, you know, a visual spectacle. No, it's not really I mean, meant but, to be, is it? Um, in a way. But it was just the, the structure of the game was and the way it felt and the way it played. That's the key. That's what's going to dead on. It. Because Call of Duty, to be fair, isn't like the most amazing looking. No, but it is a pretty tight. Exactly. The, the, the mechanics are pretty tight. So that's the equipment. Um, yeah. It's Except. just it's just a bit too fast, perhaps for Except internet ping times. This definitely but. appeals to me more than Call of Duty. I don't know if it's the sci-fi setting or just the attitude of it, but I I I couldn't care less about playing Cod Blobs, but um, Titanfall I want to play. Because mm. it reminds me sort of of a more polished and fun kind of. Twenty-one forty-two, sort of. In a Not way. enough vehicles, though. I mean, just mechs. Well, you got the Titans, yeah. But well, yeah. well, yeah, Titans technically, but I doubt they'll be actually involved in any of the 
Unless they do do them. They could theoretically just do like 2142 and have a Titan Assault level where you have to go and blow off a Titan by boarding it and shit. Well, Titans you, aren't you very Titans big. Titans in every. No, they're not that big. No. no. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, no hover tanks. But they're about, what, a few, like a two story building high? Yeah. But what if there was an Uber Titan? It was just like. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Giant 50 Well, we don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe there will be stuff like that. We yeah, there could really be some know. crazy stuff. Let's hope. I mean, they've already got the jump packs. Maybe they'll have, they'll have one level with, like, one of those giant... giant colossus. <laughs> just like, yeah. everyone climb this giant mech. Because 2142 had those flying aircraft carrier things yeah, that you titans. had to take. Yeah, the titans. So, <laughs> they didn't fall. They titans died. Well, they, sort yeah, of, yeah. Did they, they sort of fell for a bit, didn't they? No. They just stopped in midair and exploded, and then um, everyone jumped off. Yeah. <laughs> no. Or didn't. Something like that would be hilarious. Because it's obviously a lot tighter than 2142. You're, you're yeah. not going to be stuck in some corner of the map firing like anti-air rockets and vaguely at this thing. Or whatever. Like, that's why I do intentionally. They're much more cool. <laughs> I don't get stuck, man. I, that's that's I your plan. Yeah, I know. Anyway, it won't be like that. But, you know, I think it's going to be cool. A nice combo between that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm. so, uh, yeah. He also said he, he, he caught Dead Rising 3 in action as well it wasn't playable but you watched the live demo right um, that totally does not interest me at all after the kind of tonal shift from well, previous games this is the thing apparently that there isn't a tonal shift oh right the demo showed it off as actually still being a fairly comical humorous oh, right. game Mysterious. it's, just, it's just that what we've seen prior to this kind of screwed that up sort of doesn't show any of that yeah weird um, and maybe that's just the section they were showing off, but uh, according to him, yeah, it's, it sort of did share a lot of the old Dead Rising feel. Well, it just seems like in the old, in the previous Dead Risings, like the environment kind of made the, the comedy. You, yeah, because you were like, right. you were in a fucking shopping mall or a goddamn casino strip or whatever. It's like that inherently sort of sets up for like the weird weapon combos and shit. Whereas if you're just in the street, it's just like, well, I'm going to find a tire iron, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's nothing, not nearly as com- comedy potential. I'm going to attach a mailbox to this tractor. I don't know. <laughs> and, and malls are inherently tied to zombies from the classic films, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it would. Well, I don't know. There, there may be a mall in Dead Rising Three that's yeah. as big as the entire game of Dead Rising One. We just don't know. But um, I'm sure, perhaps that the, the, you may be right, and that there's probably like because it's out in the streets, there will be a lot of boring-looking streets. But potentially, it gives them the capability of having more variety in terms of the weird places they could perhaps have on those streets maybe. maybe but then when you put that in perspective well a mall has fucking everything really yeah it's like a mall is just everything but compacted a lot more there's no yeah. and there's not just like here's a load, load of generic houses a mall with a casino <laughs> uh, perhaps a swimming pool or I don't know a gym that kind of, well, they had like the sports shops anyway it's just a mall seems like the best place to do this yeah. um, anyway that's yeah. that one perhaps they wanted to make it a little more realistic I don't know a little more um, Why? Yeah, he said that was pretty. That looked pretty good. Um, a potential getter. Uh, that's pretty much all the next gen stuff we saw um, between us. Uh, they did have Battlefield Four there, but I think that line was even bigger. Right. And they were showing the PC version, and they were showing. Um, well, it looks kind of uncomfortable because they they were trying to organise like relatively big team battles. Um, they had a big old setup there, but you had to stand to play it. They didn't have even have chairs, um, as far as I could see. So it's like, mm, yeah. Yeah. but you know, 
I think we know what we're getting into with Battlefield. I think that's going to be a pretty safe bet. <laughs> um, yeah. That we know everything we need to know about that. Um, apart from maybe the campaign, which no one cares about. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what my... Probably my top pick of the show is, though. I was really impressed with Beyond Two Souls. Yep. Um, graphically... What they're making the PS3 do is nothing short of impressive. It's, yeah, just the detail in the faces, the quality of the animation, it's striking. It's a really, really nice looking thing. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those looks that perhaps I wouldn't have been surprised seeing it running on PS4, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's a real, really good looking game. Um, but... And this is my butt. It does the game. The demo they had was basically the bits they've we've sort of seen in the trailers. So she's running from the cops, and she's in that sort of town area, and stuff sort of explodes a bit. Um, it was that sequence, really. And it's quite a long sequence. It took you about half an hour to play through this thing. Mm. Oh, about twenty minutes actually. Play through this thing, um, and it is just basically one giant quick time event. Um, so the way they mask some of the button presses now is if the ga- if the game goes into a slow mo sort of cut, um, you have to sort of press the direction on the right stick that is kind of in line with the way that Jody is moving. So if she's punching to the right, you need to flick right. If right. she's um, if she's moving into something, then you need to push the direction she's moving. Which got a bit confusing. So there were a couple of places where there were doors to open, um, and one of them was clearly a slide door that slid to the left. So my instinct was to press left to slide the door to the left. But it's like, no, 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 she was moving towards the door. So it it wanted me to push up ah. to go towards the door to do that action. So it's like, you've got to kind of separate yourself a little bit, I think, from what perhaps the result would be um, and just do what she's doing at the time of the, the, the slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so that took me a little while to get into the swing of. Um, and then there's the ghost mechanics. Um, so in some sections of the game you can switch to Aiden um, by choice and then start flying around the level he can just go through walls he can go anywhere he wants um, and has limit, uh, capabilities to manipulate some of the environment so the way you start the section is by waking Jody up by um, you sort of focus on an object and then when you do that you can sort of pull um, in the case of this bit you pulled down on the sticks whilst looking at a water bottle and it sort of powered up for a bit and then you release the sticks and then it would sort of just go flick and do something in the oh, right. in the world so you kind of go okay. sort of like a like a rubber band um, and uh, that sort of this knocked this water bottle up and therefore waking Jody up um, so she'd be aware of what's coming um, and there was sort of an introductory scene on this train where you could go and just annoy people for a bit until you pulled up at this until the train pulls up at this town and the um, cops get on and then you find yourself having to do stuff um, and there may have been some options there it felt like there was perhaps something I could do differently um, I just sort of got out of my chair as quickly as I could and they kind of saw me leaving but I wonder if I could just sort of play that out for a bit like wait I want to see what, what if they came to me oh, that wow. kind of stuff so it felt like there may have been some choices in the scene that may or may not have been like 100% obvious. That you didn't it's know not, they were there. Yeah, it's not like it presents itself to you. Mm. There was one difference I saw, because I watched a playthrough before I had my playthrough, and there's one bit where you get caught up in a little bit of a ruckus with a dog, 
um, the police dog and you're sort of fending it off. And for this other player, it didn't go down quite so well. So she ended up limping throughout the rest of the scene, um, which I don't know how, quite how it would have affected it from that moment on. But for me, I got out of that pretty okay. So so I was running around just fine. Right. Um, it didn't seem to affect how the rest of the scene played out, but I wonder if it affected things further down the line. Um, interesting little things like that could be coming into play. Mm. And it's like that's that's the stuff that fascinates me about this. It's like just yeah. how just how wide does the diamond spread? It's like it's been rumored that there are like tens of of endings to this thing, like different ways it could all play out. And uh, so yeah, interest interesting stuff. Mm. Um, I think maybe like as I'm getting older, like maybe necessarily like gameplay doesn't have to always be there if I'm having a fantastic narrative experience. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, read the recent examples of playing things like Bioshock Infinite and Spec Ops and, you know, to a lesser extent, Dear Esther, um, is sort of, like, starting... Maybe this is appealing more to me as I get older. I don't know. You might find that, actually, with Grand Theft Auto if you don't like the gameplay that, that the story... The story carries it, yeah. yeah. Well, the, I did, well, that was the thing. I never really had much of a problem with the story on GTA 4. It was kind of interesting, if if a bit slow, but... You just got stuck on it. Yeah, there was just but a, re- there was a really, really shitty gameplay section that I just couldn't do. Yeah, that's and fine. It's like, that won't happen this time. You say that now. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, I haven't played through it, but I mean, it just generally seems just slicker on that stuff. Yeah. So that was my hot pick, I think. I played a bit of that. I also played Sonic Lost World. Which, to echo the Penny Arcade phrase, is not complete shit gravy. Yeah. It's it actually, I think it's real good, but it's different, is the thing. It's a, it's a kind of a different direction for the Sonic series. It's, it doesn't feel like any of the previous ones. Like Colours or anything. No, it's not that. It's, yeah, Colours was basically the evolution of the Unleashed kind of design and then they took that perhaps to its logical conclusion in generations, generations yeah. um, so this time they're trying something different and it's you play it from a more top down perspective and um, you, even though you've got analog control it feels like you've got like more a directional control you'll sort of snap to the mm-hmm. um, the layout of the level which is very blocky it's very okay let's just get this straight it is super, trying to be Super Mario Galaxy but in a Sonic sort of way yeah. so you don't there isn't really that much to explore. It is still a Sonic game. It's still get through the stage, get to the end, pick up some of the hidden stuff on the way if you want. Um, but the look and the feel is quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a, sort of a me- momentum character to the ru- um, momentum edge to the to the running as well. So if you're running in a straight line, you can get some speed up quite nicely. Uh, but as soon as you turn. If you do a sharp right-angled turn, for instance, you're going to lose some of that speed for a bit. Hmm. So it does make it easier to control in complex sections. Um, but I did find sometimes jumping up on... I don't, the hardest, the most annoying thing I found was the jumping up onto the end thing, which is one of those classic animal containers from Sonic. Right. And just for some reason I couldn't get my jump to go high enough to land on it for a few times. At least the... like, I was just standing right next to it going, Come on! <laughs> Which is, that was the only dumb bit of that entire day. Otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. Um, they should have just redesigned that. They should have just made it like if they're going to have this like running forwards 
basic gameplay thing, they should just change those containers so there's just a giant button on the side and you just run into it. <laughs> yeah, I would have been happy with that, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a much easier reason. Well, just make them a bit dumpy. Well, because, you know, they've just had, like, a giant floating ring for the end of the levels for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> that you just run into and then it fades out. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah even, if even if that's not contextualised in the world in any way. No. Um... Yeah, so I thought that was fine. I thought that was fine. I think they're, they're going a bit more gamey with it, maybe a bit more platformy, and the you know, mechanics seem to work out just fine. If cool. it's not, uh, I'd be interested to see how that turns out. Um, not shit crazy. Longest line at the Nintendo booth was Pokemon XY. What a surprise! So little still, kids in line. Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, not. Nineties like, kids in line, more like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so that's that still seems like a big deal. <laughs> oh yeah, well. I can't, can't imagine how what you could even do in, a, in like a demo no, in a convention no. of Pokemon. It's like you need to do fucking hours to do anything in that yeah, game. It's true. You, you can do really... like a fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that was probably it. Yeah, it's probably put you in a battle scenario with the with the new with the new graphics. Dudes. Yeah, but you might as well just watch a video. True. They had um they had Mario Kart Eight on show as well, and. uh this is the weird thing about the Wii U. Like, I was trying to explain this, I think, to Kippers the other day. Seeing seeing ninty stuff in HD is nice. Yeah, of course. Like, really nice. Yeah. It's like, we, I know the Wii U isn't as powerful as a next-gen machine. I know it's barely as powerful as an Xbox 360. But Mario Kart 8 HD? Quite a lot more detail than before? I'm sold. It looks really nice. So you're not... But the game the is still buying a whole console for no, it. No, not until Smash Bros. comes out. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, if 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 Ninty just started releasing more stuff on Wii U, that that thing seems fine. Ninty Ninty style combined with just it being HD is probably enough. You know, just perhaps needs to be a little bit cheaper, and there just needs to be more content. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm kind of okay with that thing. I don't really want a giant tablet controller. It, it feels fine. It's like it's not heavy. It's not uncomfortable. Sure. Um, the battery life on that thing may be a bit of a problem because it's like what three hours maybe something before you have to charge it again. Lame. Yeah. So getting a pro controller might be a good bet <laughs> if we're going to play Smash Brothers. Well, you're going to need some kinds of controllers if you're going to play Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Things the GameCube ones no longer work. Boo. Uh, so, I'm going to end on the fact that I have played with an Oculus Rift. Woo! And I thought that thing was rad, as oh, yeah. Jeff Gersman would say. Clearly it is rad. The thing is rad. It took me a little while to get it right on my face. Okay. Like, so when I was first wearing it... So it it's sort glasses, of... or...? No, I had to take them off. Oh, right. I had to take well, my glasses off. It supposedly works with glasses, but... And it, that thing wouldn't have it would have crushed my glasses real bad because um, it kind of has like a I don't know like if you ever worn paintball yeah, yeah. goggles that yeah. kind of like um, thing that it needs to rest on your eye socket well it probably just didn't have the right padding on it they probably there's probably a version that fits better for glasses or something I imagine maybe they said it works with glasses I mean let's not for, yeah let's not forget this is only a and this is a very early version of it so it's like well, it's the version they had anywhere, everywhere at the show, so yeah, they, yeah, yeah. but it's not going to be the one that gets finally released. No. Because like, the harness felt kind of a bit flimsy. You know, it wasn't the most um, well-built of things. Um, 
So yeah, it took me a little while to get it right on my face because it was sort of sitting too low. It would sort of like, I, if I lifted it up, then everything suddenly looked great. And it's like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. But then it sort of sank again. It's like, oh, right. know, And then you can't see anything. <laughs> it goes real blurry. Well, it needs it a needs third to... one so that you can adjust strap. Well, it did. It had, it had a strap that went all the way around your head yeah. to hold it in place and then sort of rested there. Yeah. Uh, on your, but on what well, I mean, you need one across the top of your head that you can adjust. You know, like... Um, oh, I guess, yeah. Because they have... That well, they one. did have on some versions uh, of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't think that one across the top actually adjusted. Not oh, on this right. one. That's what you need then. Yeah, I think it had it, but I don't think it adjusted. Um, you need to shorten that to set it higher up. Yeah. Um, in the end, I just we ended up sort of just messing with it for a bit and tightening the string at the back, managed to make it sit in a better place on my face. Right. Um, not the most ideal, but a better place. Um, good enough for me to be able to see the effect, and it's bloody good. Has to be said. Like the 3D just really works, really works amazingly well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was playing this indie game coming up called Montague's Mount that seems to be Dear Esther uh, combined with actually some puzzle mechanics. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's stuff to do. Not that we could figure out any of that shit, because we were just wandering around going, fucking hell, 3D! Yeah. <laughs> I, got, yeah I, got, I, got, I ended up walking in the same building three times and not realising until the third time. It's the same fucking place, but 3D! <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah it looks real good two downsides uh, actually I don't know, another upside I didn't think the resolution was really that much of a problem to uh-huh. be honest yeah. it's kind of didn't really impact me that much I thought it looked looked pretty good regardless um, sure the resolution will make it better but and it was you could you could see pixels but I didn't think it was that big a problem right if you it would be a problem if you needed something with like pinpoint precision, I guess. But if you're having one of the playing one of these experience games, it's probably ideal. Right. Yeah. Um, they did have Surgeon Simulator at the show, running on an Oculus Rift, which I didn't get a chance to try, but I really wanted to. <laughs> Why is there even to look around at in that game? Not a lot, but yeah. it's just like the hand in 3D might oh, yeah. be a benefit. That's true. But only if you could actually control it with your hand, though. <laughs> you'd basically just be, you'd be awesome at that game, then. <laughs> Apparently, they have a version of Surgeon Simulator set up to use one of those Razor Hydras yeah. and an Oculus Rift, so you can use it two-handed. Nice. <laughs> it sounds insane. It'd be really cool if you could start doing scalpel tricks <laughs> in the game. Uh, anyway. Um, is, yeah, so there were, one of the bigger problems, and this is something they need to iron out, really, is um, that there was... Just that little bit too much lag between you moving your head and the game reacting. Mm-hmm. Um, enough to make it really disorientating, which is the second problem. The disorientation of wearing that thing is high. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've never had a problem with 3D. I've, I've always been an okay. I'm not one of these people that has all the motion sickness crap that's associated with it. Yeah. But this makes you feel woozy. Yeah. Like, yeah. really woozy. I was playing it while standing up. Yeah. Whilst using an Xbox controller and to, to move around. And I could feel my body leaning involuntarily. Yeah. Like, it was making me want to do things that just weren't... That, that there was no reason to do so in the outside world, but what I could see was making me do it. Did and they it have was... buckets on standby? <laughs> no, not on this stand, but... <laughs> well, you would just have to get one of those only track uh, whatever the fuck they're called on the they had one of those there and someone was playing Half-Life 2 wearing an Oculus Rift on an Omni treadmill (laughs) Um, that thing looks weird and again 
the lag between him making a step and it acting in the game seemed a bit too high. Well, it's because it doesn't really detect steps. It detects when your foot passes through the beam on the downstroke, so it's not really actually... Yeah. Oh, is it? Is that how it works? Or, well, I don't know about an actual beam or whatever. There's a, you know, it's not, it's not detecting the actual contact because there's no actual computer computational. The shoe isn't special. It's just a no, shoe. Yeah, yeah. So there's no actual computation there. It's just detecting the movement along the surface. Yeah. So it's but not it, actually it, that precise. Yeah. The, the lag seemed a bit too much. Mm. Um, it, so was doing, yeah. I only saw him doing physicsy stuff, so I'm not sure how that would even work during combat, but. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting looking thing. Um, was he playing catch with dog or something? <laughs> no, it was one of the earlier segments where you're right. using the gravity gun to make to move boxes around, right? Stuff yeah. like that. Um, uh, yeah, it was a cool looking thing. They also had the um, the the CCP uh, flight space flight demo yeah. there on the Virgin Media booth with an Oculus Rift, but the queue for that was pretty long as well. And Oculus even had their own stand with a big old queue, like a massive queue actually for that, which had things like the roller coaster demo and stuff that people go on about when right. they have the like the Kickstarter backers all got that kind of stuff. Um, um, yeah, I think that's a really, really cool thing. Um, I'm really interested to see where that goes, and I kind of hope they do good stuff with it because there's a lot of ways they could make crap stuff with it, but. If, if used for the right game, that thing could be amazing. Hmm. Always had promise, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, from the moment I heard about it, I thought, yes, finally. This actually makes sense. You know what, even even, for, even if it doesn't do the head tracking on some stuff, even if it's just a really, really good 3D monitor, just on your face, that 3D effect is better than anything else I've seen because mm. it's doing... Because it's on your ...properly face. isolated one image to each eye. Yeah. And that makes a that it just makes a hell of a difference um, compared to even very very good um, polarized or shattered glasses. or shattered glasses. Yeah, it's just it's just the best I've ever seen. Right, so Oculus Rift, whoop whoop. That's pretty much all I did at Eurogamer. Cool. It's a pretty cool show. How are we doing? You could probably easily do. I could go back for another day and do the big things easily. And do some more of the stuff, say, at the Ninty booth. Ninty booth was really cramped, actually. It was a really nice booth, but it was just tiny. Yeah. Like, um, like they had um, the, the new Donkey Kong game there as well, which I didn't really pay much attention to. But just around it, they'd um, put wood wood flooring down around the Donkey Kong for some reason to make it look all sort of, like, tropical, I guess. And stuff like that. So they obviously they put some real effort into that, into that booth. But um, they had a big old retro area there as well. Um, but I couldn't find any pinball. I was disappointed. Apparently there was going to be pinball there, but apparently there wasn't pinball there. Like it didn't turn up or something. Yeah, it got cancelled. Last minute. So, yeah, it was a bit <coughs> disappointing. But I did play R-Type on a Turbo Graphics for no reason at all. Because right. I'd never picked up a Turbo Graphics before. Sure. Well, why not? <laughs> they had like an Amiga there and everything. It's cool. But yeah, you could easily spend a lot more time there. And have a good have a, have a good old time. And then we went to Byron Burger. Well, I have to, he- yeah, I have to head to the Eurogamer thing next year. I think. Yeah, I might check it out. Yeah. I didn't see there were a number of games I didn't see. Like I didn't see Assassin's Creed, which was supposedly there. I didn't see even where that was. Um, Can't be too far from Watch Dogs. Right? No, it must have been upstairs somewhere um, in the over eighteen area. Um, 
I didn't see Hotline Miami 2. Right. Which was supposedly there. That's quite indie, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, it's just the same, so I hear. That'd be cool, though. Yeah, it'd be interesting what the narrative is this time. I think they're putting a lot of effort into that. Mm. They've gotten a bit of a controversy over one of their scenes they included in it. Yeah, I heard about but that. But that's been kind of resolved somewhat, mm. supposedly, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, that's true. I didn't see, like, the Ninty Booth supposedly had that ridiculously titled Scram Kitty and his buddy on rails, and I kind of wanted to see what the fuck that was. <laughs> um... But yeah, didn't wasn't didn't didn't able to catch wasn't able to catch that. Um, they did have an indie area, but I didn't really get enough time to go and have a look through that. It was basically like a really tiny sort of set of area, uh, a really tiny area that Sega had set up, and were uh, just crammed a load of load of people in there. It was really tight, right. little area. Didn't really get a chance to wander around there in any with any any detail. Uh, your game over. Cool. Someone else talk about Valve. That's half the point of the podcast. So the other point was Valve. So, Zach, I think you better take it away. <laughs> I haven't been paying that much attention. Have you, have you not? <laughs> no, because once I, once, you know, I, I vaguely read the reposted news stories. I, yeah. I, well, apart from the controller, I went and read the actual page. Well, that, I, that's the one I care about. So, yeah, because so, so it's like SteamOS there. Step one. I mean... A Linux fork f- for gaming. That, that's cool. That might still be, I mean... There's you know the whole the, the idea of having the OS and then obviously they combine that with the idea that they're making a box uh, like a hardware box for living rooms or whatever. Yeah, but I think like potentially CMOS still might even be good for dual booting on the regular yeah, PC. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally. We, we were I'm talking about this. we were talking about this earlier, but especially <laughs> it's specifically when they mentioned that they've supposedly done some stuff to reduce hardware latency in certain areas to make some things more performant. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, tell me more. And if they've got an API that's like, you know, even close to as good even now as like DirectX or whatever for getting down well, to the metal of the graphics, yeah, well, then this, you could get is, better looking games. Than well, currently. this is the thing. You don't... On a PC... In the PC, you don't really want to go down to the metal in the same way that you do on a console. Because, it because if you can get more. Uh, it's true, but the games. differences between Nvidia and a, they mean just having to target more platforms to get it working on a single platform. Yeah, it's like you know you're having to target exactly... various different editions of GeForces, the various different editions of Radians. But that it's must like, be what Steam or Valve are trying to facilitate, right? Uh, maybe, but Making, that's what DX does. Well, sure. You know, that's, that's uh, I think it's incredibly. I, I don't get me wrong. I I totally see the intention here. I just think it's an incredibly difficult thing. I mean, yeah. almost infeasibly difficult thing to to, pro- to provide a nice way to do. Um, because that's why things like OpenGL and and DX exist. That seems to be the focus, though. I mean, that's kind of the point of the whole thing, in a way. Of maybe. but you know, any Valve game has always been powered by OpenGL. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you know, OpenGL or, or DX. Yeah. Like Team Fortress is DX powered. Left 4 Dead is DX. It's yeah, but it runs fine on Linux without DX, doesn't it? Presumably, they're using OpenGL. Yeah, you know, they were, I. I, f- I feel that's a step too far. I doubt that's what they've done. They're probably just leveraging OpenGL and they've done stuff at driver level mm. to do this. Yeah, you're probably right. They probably, probably, yeah. they, probably allowed NVIDIA and Radian a slightly better way of writing drivers that hook into the OS that don't need to deal with any of the sort of Windowsy stuff. Well, if yeah. anything else, you might just get some RAM because <laughs> it's, it's like you won't yeah. be using two gigs for Windows. Anymore. True. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. Exactly. You'll, definitely, yeah, you'll definitely get more RAM. 
It's like, yeah, the dual, boot, the dual booting thing is interesting. I don't think we're going to get away from Windows as a necessary platform for a very long time just because of the the DX thing. And you need it for, like, non-game things. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. work. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're not going to make SteamOS have, like, a word pad. Well, that's, that's, that's one of the things I kind of worry about. You know, when you're using Windows, you well, you know, we're, we run a mumble client, we do that kind of stuff, we play games kind of like that. Half that stuff you could probably do on, on Linux, though, for example. Mumble, for example. Yeah. you probably do sudo apt-get install mumble, and you're probably there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm not saying that you, there, there'll be... But there'll always be something. Yeah, yeah. There'll always be a moment where you come across and it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to boot the windows to do that. Yeah. Or... Absolutely. Uh, at least for us, because we're so used to it. But I think, actually, you know, that, like, Zach might actually be okay... 50% of the time using SteamOS because you'll get a really nice browser like Chrome Latest or whatever. Mm. You'll get a really nice probably IRC client and a really nice, you know, uh, yeah, chat client or whatever. And you probably could go fairly far with just Linux. And then if it, if it then ran all your games really nice, well, it won't run all your games. It's no, initially. And, and don't forget, there's always the stuff that's out of Steam, so yeah. like Guild Wars won't be there, Origin won't be yeah. there. So it won't be super convenient. Any, anything on Uplay won't be there, so I don't think we'll ever see Ubisoft stuff well, go down that road. It, I mean, they're on Steam, so you know... You know yeah, they're on Steam, but they have their time. own service, and I think they sort of said in the SteamOS announcement that stuff like... That Game, wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. Games for Windows Live isn't going to work. Well, that no, that was related to the family sharing. Oh, yeah, true. But anyway, uh, they, they, they didn't really specify it about no. SteamOS. So, no, I mean, that's, SteamOS is like early days. It is early. That's the thing. Which is why this announcement is actually weird. Because it's like, we haven't actually announced anything. Well, <laughs> it's not out We've yet. said we've got an idea. Yeah, I was kind of expecting to pull an Apple, like, oh, There's an early beta, Apple. And sort There's of a 300 person beta at some point. Right, you, can't, okay. you can't get SteamOS yet. Right, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and there is a, a 300 person hardware beta happening before the end of the year. Um, for which I hope you've all signed up for. No. Nope. Um, I have. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's all very encouraging. And then the hardware, it's from various vendors, right? But there will be a... It will be, it will be licensed out. They haven't really confirmed or denied that there's going to be an official one. These There's three variants of the current Steam machines, as they're called. But you'll certainly um, be able to build your own. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing stopping you from doing yeah. that. I, I would be interested... I still... Prior, you know, when, we, when Steambox was first announced, I still want to know how they're tackling the performance thing. Because, you know, when you're... The, the, there was, it's an interesting issue, like, performance on a PC. Because with a console, you can pretty much guarantee that it's going to run the same on every version of that console. Mm-hmm. Like, an Xbox game, an Xbox 360 yeah. game is going to run the same on every Xbox 360. With the possible exception of GTA Five crazy installation things. Um, but the Steam box it doesn't have that. No, it's so, like a PC. It is a PC. Yeah, but... For a consumer living room, unless you know what you're doing in terms of performance, that's going to be outside of most people or a lot of people's knowledge range. Because that's the sort of there are a lot of people out there who don't know how a PC works inside, yeah, who don't yeah. understand how the specs of a PC add up to gaming speed. Yeah. They buy an Xbox because it's an Xbox. Surely it does this. Surely that's the whole point of there being specific I, versions that they yeah, get. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but here's the problem: it's the classification of what games run well on what system. You've, this is the crux of the matter. They need some kind of like 
I don't know, Windows Index, <laughs> like yeah, to sort of say, hey, this the this box is rated a seven point five, and you can run games up to a up to a seven point five. Yeah. Well, they could just build that into Steam. They could just make it make it like I'm just saying they need compatibility list. Have it like games rated for compatibility for the different Steam boxes, and so they don't appear on the other. All Steam I'm boxes. saying is that they need a system like that. Yeah, I think you're right. right. And I, like, I'm not saying how they're going to do it or anything like that. I just think they're going to need a system like that to make this thing a viable alternative to a console. Yeah, I think that's um, true because it, it becomes extra confusing when you've got this genius extra feature of SteamOS, which is you can have a thin client that streams your game from your big fat Windows gaming PC. Mm. In which case, you could have a, a, a crappy machine that couldn't play a game to save its life and you could still have it in the living room. Yeah, for me, play... that stuff is the most intriguing part of this Super whole conundrum. Because cool. <laughs> I, I still refuse to run a cable 20 feet around your room. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, that. it's, well, it's, it's running a fucking cable. I don't like running cables. I've already got like... <laughs> Five of them running around the outside of the room, and a DVI cable isn't exactly thin. No, yeah. and it'd be a really long DVI cable. Not really long. It'd be and, and I've got to get and, and an audio cable as well to get. Can to you the run stereo. one HDMI cable? Yeah, do audio over HDMI. Uh, maybe, but I can't get audio over HDMI into my app. Oh, that's well, that, true. App <laughs> Your app is well old. My app doesn't support that. Okay, yeah. Your app that. barely supports what's going on at the moment, and it might be screwed on next gen as well. <laughs> Uh, no, because the next-gen consoles have optical, <laughs> and that's how I power my 360 and PS3's sound, so I'll be okay. But how many opticals do you have? Like, two? Yeah, well, I'd have to, re- I'd have to replace something under my telly anyway. Do you right. get optical out your sound card? Yes, but running an optical yeah, okay. cable is even more awkward, because it doesn't oh, yeah. bend. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, either way. The stream. I like the idea of this streaming box. It's like if it's yeah. la- if it's really latency free somehow, that could be great. I can playing Devil May Cry on my couch. Sounds like a great idea. Well, you know, over like six feet, it should be pretty latency free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't. It's the, the encoding delay yeah. is, is probably going to be the problem. Yeah, I'm just really fascinated to see how that's going to work. We shall see. Um, so the third part of the announcement, Zach. Yeah, it was a hilarious controller. Mysterious controller of, of, that looks like an owl. Sort of. <laughs> Not really. Too big owls. I don't know what everyone's going on about with these the various like, memes and pictures. <laughs> what are the memes? I haven't seen them. No, I haven't seen that many. But uh, there's, been a, there's been a few of like, you know, it just looks like eyes and so people have been photoshopping actual eyes which <laughs> 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 is not actually that great uh, it does look fucking nuts I don't know it looks fine it yeah, looks fucking nuts well my my main problem with it is well because I read a ton of goddamn internet comments <laughs> and yeah. it's like the number of people who are like oh my god those face buttons are so useless because you can't reach them both at the same time cause you have you're to not even... supposed to it's like there's like six or seven goddamn buttons on the back just because they haven't shown a picture on the back to show you where all the other buttons are people are like I'm never going to be able to use this because I can only reach two buttons <laughs> fuck darts anyway <laughs> I don't know I I think it's a horrible thing like my my impression is I don't think that shit's going to work at all I think it could be cool I trust Valve yeah it's worth a try I don't think it's going to replace sticks I don't think those trackpads are better than a stick well that's the whole point of making it right? yeah. I, I don't well the whole point of making it is for it to not be a stick or a mouse yeah I don't, I don't, to be something else and then maybe if it's better than one of those two then success <laughs> I don't buy it because touch controls on iPad or iPhone or any equivalent of those anything any type of control scheme that anyone's come up with for those things has just not been good 
It's supposed to have mysterious haptic crap, isn't it? I don't know. I was, yeah. I, when I went that, and I was like, oh man, they're using the word haptic again. And I was like, what does haptic actually mean? And like, so I went to look like, it up, and it was like, the definition of haptic is the sense of touch. <laughs> like, that is the most generic word you could possibly have. But it means like, like that when they, they, they use haptic touch to define the feature on smartphones, that when you activate a function on the touchscreen, that the thing vibrates in a certain way to make it feel like you're actually pushing something physical. Or yes. it presses like back from the part that not actually, touch. Not actually, like... That's just what haptic means now, but it's not actually what haptic no, means. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I don't know. Those, I don't think... I don't think, like, vibration under the touchpad It's thing. not like a rumble. Well, no, thing. it's not like it's rumble, but it's not... Else. If you're going... I think the only way you could do... Well, or not the only way. I mean, this might work. But, I like, the way that I think it should actually work would be to have, like... It needs to actually have feedback against the direction of pushing like a stick yeah <laughs> which I, we can't really do precisely that. my point use a fucking stick but I think it could I, mean, I do use one do you no true I could use a wireless Xbox mean, controller I, I the way I was thinking about it is like maybe it could be like the like the the not rumble or whatever the fuck it is yeah not, yeah yeah the way that that could do that sort of feedback would be have it like it gets stronger the further away from centre you are. Yeah. So it's just an assistance to help you recenter the. the so what if what if the track pegs had underneath them like a giant, I don't know, joystick that was kind of like concave. So you're when you're resting in the middle, your thumb is kind of in the middle of this concave thing. So as you push out towards the outside, they already are concave. No, no, but, it, but bear with me. That you're then pushing this stick under the rubber that then gives you something to press against. So the more you're moving away from centre, the more you're moving this concave... Well, yeah, they could do, like... if It, it wouldn't have to have very much travel. In fact, it would no, like, almost be like the 3DS circle pad. Because it's like a flat slide... Oh, you mean like, 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 the, like the old PSP nub? I thought, yeah, apart from better. I thought because <laughs> yeah. this was a touchpad, it would allow you to do what you can't do with a joystick, where you can like track, like lifting up a mouse. Yeah, to, but then, I think it will let you do that as well. Yeah, but, but for for like dual so stick for, like for games that are gamepad designs that are dual sticky stuff, I think that's where the problem lies. Sure, like, yeah, um, we just have a, a center for you, and then you slide when even, you lift off, even, it recenters. And even then, I'm just worried yeah. about you know where you then start from. It's the return to center. Well, that's why they're bowl-shaped, surely, because then you're automatically leading your thumb to the centre. See, I don't think that's going to be as easy as just, you know, when you let go of a stick, you can rest your thumb back on it anywhere without having to go precisely in the middle to be precisely in the middle. But it's a dead zone thing, then, because it's just configurable, surely. I I just don't think it's going to be very good. Well... I think it's an alternative. We'll see. And it may work well enough to sort of enjoy some FPS games on easy mode, but as a replacement for a, a proper controller for games that use sticks, I don't buy it. I don't. At this point, I'm very, very sceptical. Fair enough. We'll just have to wait until we get our asses kicked on Titanfall by these people with these ridiculous futuristic <laughs> controllers of doom. <laughs> as long as it doesn't cost too much, that's the other thing. If it's like yeah. hundred quid, fuck that. Nah, it'd be like sixty quid. Okay. That's probably still too much. Yeah, well, the fact that it's got a built-in touchscreen. Yeah, that's actually a screen. Yeah, that's a screen. Yeah. Well, it's, did they? 
I, I Did they say it's actually a touch screen or is it just like it has four sensing zones? Because that seems more... I think they said it was a touch screen. But then again, that I've also heard people misdescribe the PS4 controller's touch area as a touch screen. Which it isn't, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. But... Maybe they'll sell it with like bundled Steam points or whatever. So you have to spend them within Steam, but... Oh, what? So it just gives you wallet? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like hey, say, buy this and we'll give you, like, uh, a specific... promotional deal or something. It's like, buy a Steam controller, we'll give you, like, an extra 20 quid in Steam wallet yeah. to spend on games like <laughs> Happy Games. I don't think they can do that, though, because in your Steam wallet it's actual cash. <laughs> I know, but they can... They can... They can. Yeah. Yeah. They well, can. Or, or they'll just throw in a token or something, like, when you redeem this... Code. They'll give you a code or something in the box. It's like, yeah. hey, get a copy of Rogue Legacy or something. Well, they could just give you vouchers. Be like, or oh, like, yeah, yeah, more, maybe you. maybe more broad vouchers than the vouchers they normally do. Maybe like fifty percent off anything rather <laughs> rather than thirty three percent off this game you don't want. I don't know that that stuff would be tricky to work out with publishers, but that's true. So, is there an ETA on this thing hitting retail like, no. next year? No, they, they've this not year, the, con- the controller. They haven't really been. Fourth width with in terms of like, presumably you could use the controller with a PC right now if you had it and the, the firmware. Yeah, uh, presumably, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, let's hope it comes out. But yeah, the, the, all, all, and the only thing we've shown of it were like computer renders. They haven't shown an actual it, thing. Yeah, they showed a disassembled computer render. In, in the, <laughs> yeah, in the same way that we haven't seen SteamOS properly, and we haven't seen Steam Machine, any of the prototype Steam machines, but. It all sounds fairly promising. Yeah. Uh, it may be a little way off, is the thing. I think SteamOS is due early next year, or before the end of this year, even. Right. Um, Steam Machine as a full product could be miles away. Yeah. Uh, controller could be miles away. Unknown. Cool. The controller seems like potentially the easiest part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe the, actually probably like the drivers for it is probably the hardest part. Well, the actually might... making a controller part of it is probably not actually that difficult. Well, well, they might release it with like only a driver for SteamOS at first and then like, you know, make make Windows. Well, we have, well, they, well, they, well if they make a Linux driver, presumably it would run on any version of Linux anyway. But well, what like, they showed of the of the of their their idea of like the driver interface of I mean, it basically is basically joy to key <laughs> like you oh, can set well, any of anything to do anything and it well, just registers it as a mouse input for the trackpad well yeah presumably for, get, for games that don't have controller support yeah but I mean if, if it was a game like Meat Boy or something that had controller support then Meat Boy god I don't think that's going to fucking work on a trackpad the, the only <laughs> hands on I have read of this thing was the guy who made Super Meat Boy and he came away really impressed he was doing like advanced bandages with it and stuff but why wouldn't Meat Boy work because Meat Boy is basically digital <laughs> you don't even need to worry about how far you're pushing the stick well so I suppose maybe if you clawed that's why hand. I play it on the keyboard I suppose maybe if you clawed your hand over it I don't know the thumb, thumb travel yeah. just feels like it would be even even when, more fucked you, you can make your thumb even super massive tiny just go <laughs> no, I don't know. but yeah check that out there's, a, there's a whole write up from the guy that made Super Meat Boy or if you don't it. or if you wanted to you could just play it with buttons and don't not even use the trackpads just use the trackpad buttons as left and right, and then actual buttons for jump. <laughs> yeah, maybe, he, he talks maybe. about his uh, control set. <laughs> that might actually be better. Yeah, <laughs> let's just use them as giant buttons. <laughs> he talked about yeah his control setup and how he asked them to tweak it in the drivers for him, or you know, in the uh, setup. setup program thing, and explained uh, how he used it to play Super Meat Boy and stuff. So that was quite an interesting blog article. So, well, that suggests. Well, that's raised another thought in my head that maybe 
maybe this to get this thing to work in a sort of maybe there is a personalization step with it possibly but that sounds wrong to me what sort of personalization as in you know there is a certain for each game maybe there's a certain level of tweaking you need to do well, to, I'm sure you to can, get it into a I'm, nice state for you well I'm sure you have like a default that you do set up initially using some kind of calibration that like makes it so you can fiddle around with the dead zone yeah but I get, I get the impression that maybe for certain games like Meat Boy for instance compared to something that is truly analogue you may need potentially different setups to make it work in a nice way and well, I, I mean I don't think that's necessarily much of a problem People already use I'm, fucking Joy the Key and Auto Hotkey and all, other, all these other weird programs to reconfigure controls where it's not even legitimate. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because the guy was saying that that like people keep asking him how he did like the physics in Super Meat Boy, and he he just explained that he has to explain that it's all one giant hack because every single like timing and every single like uh, acceleration or movement is mm. all like completely hand tuned to what he felt was right and nothing to do with actual physics yeah, yeah. Enough, yeah. yeah. so that was really interesting that's yeah that's probably how a lot of physics like for, for those sort of games yeah. comes together just didn't pulse at the end of the day isn't yeah. it yeah it's like, not that difficult a thing to model yeah. but hell I wrote one of those in Games Factory yes <laughs> Sort of. Didn't we? Well, I didn't use direction calculator, did I? I wrote wrote a sort of XY momentum thing that was a bit dodgy at low speed, but it didn't do it properly. It wasn't like proper vector math, but it sort of worked. Well, that was always our our standard test (coughs) procedure from trying to make micro machines movements. Oh, yeah. How many of those did we make? Quite a lot. (laughs) We tried some okay ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, the, and then micro machines movements that span off into this isn't enough like micro machines, so let's make it a different thing. Like yeah. your track car movement and the hovercraft game. The hovercraft game, <laughs> where you have its own track editor and everything. Uh, yeah. That was like my continuation of Bonus Rally into a full game. Yeah. I thought, I thought the, the, my little micro machines one ended up pretty good as well until you decided to pull donuts and then you could fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. And then I had my one, which was direction calculated, but I had my own like weird compensation to make it feel more like micro Yeah. What was that stupid hovercraft game called? It had some dumb name that John came up with or something. Didn't it? I just remember it being called hovercraft. That was yeah, what the fire well, that's was called. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, never mind. I'm sure right. we'll find out in the future on a video. Indeed. Shall we um, not talk about what we've been playing and like wrap it up? Well, unless there's, yeah, unless there's any to... like things that you think aren't going to be important enough to take up our time next time because we are constantly going over schedule as we do no well we've got five minutes we might as well fit in a little bit we've got more than yeah i know minutes. but i was saying five minutes so we don't have to <laughs> spend well, all this time okay well just rattle through what we've been playing and we can make a decision i've started the last of us that's the only thing i really have yeah to you're gonna need more time to i've got more that. gta and you're looking to need more time to talk about yeah. that and all i'm mostly i well i came i started I can talk about this very briefly because it probably won't be important, but I went back to play some Open Transport Tycoon because I realised I hadn't played that for a while and I was like, what's going on with that? It's oh yeah, that was at Eurogamer as well. Transport Tycoon on iPad. iPad edition, yeah. yeah. And it looks like New Transport graphics. Tycoon. Yep. Yeah. So what I have in Open Transport Tycoon is, well, the last time I was playing it, it was basically the game 
and that now they've finished doing the open source part of it, so you no longer need any of the original files. Oh, cool. So all the graphics and all the sound and all the music are now open. You can download it. Yeah. Is it the same old graphics, or have they replaced it they've all replaced piece by piece? They've replaced them all, but it looks pretty much the same. Oh, okay. In terms it's, it's, of style. Yeah, it's a style, they've kept it stylistically the same, but sort of improved it right. for detail in places. Only slightly. Yeah. It's not like where you... I mean, you can, if you want to, you can go and get like the high-resolution packs where the actual <laughs> pixel density goes up, but that just looks crazy. <laughs> they want some, some pixel art. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. I've been playing that. So I'm trying to relearn how the fuck to even make train networks because it's still you can still make unnecessarily complicated things. And even, that was one of the coolest things about that game. Well, yeah, you can make really stupid shit. It was always funny how like you had cars, planes, and boats, but those were all completely irrelevant. Mm. <laughs> you never, ever used them for anything at all, because trains just had such better capacity well, for a start. Did you have to use trucks to get started? Or... No. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now what you do is, well, it, the, the typical way to start a game in Transport Tycoon is find a coal mine that's re- relatively close to a power plant, and then just run that line, and then you're done. That will give you enough money to do everything else from then on. <laughs> Sweet. Just keep regenerating the map until you find that. Well, you don't even have to regenerate it. Although that's the other thing that is actually better in trans- uh, in open transport taking. They also like did quite a lot of improvements to the map generation algorithms, right? So you can configure those more varied and like more realistic, like cool. rather than just random. Although the thing, the problem I have is they haven't given you enough options for like l- like low on number of cities and number of industries. It's still way too many. Right. <laughs> so like every. Bit of the map is just filled with random industries and towns all over the place. So luckily they include for well for towns you can have custom, so I just like I just put in a number that I think is good for the size of the map. And then for industries, or you can well, really, if you're going below low, you have to turn it on to uh, founding only where you have to pay to found the industries oh that's cool which takes quite a lot of cash so you have to run like a decent passenger service for a while to build up like the capital to do it but not for too long so then it's like now the map is completely clear but then that's sort of a bit easy mode in itself because it's like you can just put the industries where you want where you need to <laughs> yeah, run them you could put them next to each other though. and that doesn't really necessarily mean like it doesn't make a lot of sense. What you need well, is well, there might not be a cold. There's, a, there's, yeah, a, you need there's like a yeah. to be in there's place. like a subsetting of that option where you can make it so that when you're founding primary industries like coal and ore and stuff, you don't get to choose the location; it just spawns one. Oh, that's cool. But then you can still choose the location of like the secondary industries, like the steel like factories and the stuff. Coal, the power plant. Oh, that makes more sense. It's, it's good, but it's yeah. Even just being able to set the position of the steel mill, or whatever, is still quite. That's quite a lot of effort out of way. Next to it, yeah. Yeah. Or, or just put it as far away as possible to get the maximum cash oh yeah <laughs> so yeah there's that alright cool well, those mechanics are always dumb anyway the distance mechanics but... well actually in, in open transport taking with all these complicated rail networks and stuff you more just need the space so that you have enough space to build all these ridiculous junctions and stuff you don't really care about the cash implications so if that thing is open source is all the code like on github can you just go <laughs> read it probably I think oh, so that's cool Check that one out. It's all in C, I guess. Is it? No, it's in assembly, is that because Chris Sawyer's insane? Well, I don't know if, uh, if they they rebuilt it. Yeah, they probably yeah, did. They it, probably so. they probably ported it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. And uh, anything else I've been playing that I could fit in? There's Guild Wars, but we haven't really we haven't played that. No. <laughs> we have, we tried to, and then I had to go and do some other stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I haven't been playing it that much. It's been. The, 
the last two updates, the update of Super Adventure Box, which I mentioned last time, have been crap, and then the update following that is not actually much of an update, so there hasn't been much impetus for me to go back in there. Oh, and I finished the September monthly, so I don't even have to worry about that. Hell. <laughs> for okay. a few days. Yep, for a few more days, and then it'll be October. Get grinding. Babies. <laughs> babies. <laughs> Get grinding those babies, apparently. <laughs> okay. So that's that. I think that's everything well, much that... of important that I've been playing. I'm sure I'll think of more stuff after this and then I'll have to talk about it next time next I won't time. have time. Okay. <laughs> I think that might... We'll let you go first next time. <laughs> no, because I, I play the less important things unless I do play something important and then I yes. might go first. Exactly. Is that going to do it for our Summer yeah, 3 so. uh, podcast? So. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, catch us next time for all of that that we just described. <laughs> and uh, Rob now has to go and find the stop button because it's going to cut off automatically. Like yeah, <laughs> we've got enough time to actually say goodbye next time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not going to be bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> or not even. So, goodbye, listeners. Yeah, catch you next say time. bye this week. <laughs> the number got cut off last week. Bye. <laughs>